Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. Okay, so we are back. It is the Survivor 42 finale. This is a huge night for Survivor podcasts, and we're one of those. So let's get right to it. Survivor finales are a huge night because they're three hours long. We're not only talking about the three hours, we're talking about the winner's game, the this, the that, but we're also trying to sum up the whole fucking season. We're going to try and get, do as much as we can tonight, but... Uh, you know, it was a it was a wild night of Survivor, an unpredictable night. And we're in person for the first time in a few weeks, yeah. too. Yeah. And not only us in person, but... We have a guest. Our guest here... Our most frequent guest of the podcast needs no introduction, so we're not going to do it. <laughs> Chris George. Chris George. A drink before war is always a good idea. Yes. That's one phrase. Imagine I did what Parvati did with her uh, champagne with this beer and just poured it all over the ground. <laughs> oh, what a night. Yeah. What a night we all joined hands and yeah, I sang the praises of our second Canadian winner. What we wanted to happen happened. Two in a row. That's I, why there's no Canadians next next season. They were getting sick and tired of us being so good at Survivor. Two seasons with Canadian re- residents playing. Yeah. Two Canadian winners. Yeah. Is that incredible? It's pretty incredible. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously we're not counting Tom Laidlaw. Because he wasn't a resident. But exactly. he's Canadian-born. Canadian-born. I know. That's why I said resident. Yeah. Not a resident, Cody. Um, I just like to think of Tom Laidlaw as much as I... He was... Listen, he's, he he reminds me of like a Mike Myers, Jim Carrey, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds type. You yeah. Know? Total... Never lost his roots. Clown. <laughs> yeah. Makes me laugh. I but do. I don't take him seriously. I do have to say that, that I was legitimately depressed when Erica won because I wouldn't be the first Canadian winner. And now I've turned my tune. Now that it's two back to back, I feel so good. And so happy. First Canadian man. Yeah, that's a distinction you want. <laughs> First Canadian white man to win. <laughs> Corner Jeff, Lebanese. Jeff, can you let everyone know that I'm the first Canadian man? <laughs> Specifically white man. <laughs> Listen, hey, that's... I, I was... Obviously, I think Marianne was the person I was rooting for. Not just because she was Canadian, but I feel ugh, I am such a proud Ontarian tonight. Yeah, it feels great. The Ajax assassin. I called it yeah. when we were doing our draft. I it hope happened. she's celebrating at Applebee's tonight. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, th- this compared, I'm maybe not as excited as last season because we are not. We weren't invited to Marianne's watch party. Yeah, That's th- true. Uh, honestly, a little rude of Marianne. Honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huge problem. I'm sure Omer was there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Maybe Heather. I'm sure Heather came. <laughs> no, if yeah. Heather had been invited, you would have been her plus one, Cody. That's true. Heather and I have a very close relationship. Yes. And honestly, we're pretty much old for pals at this point. Hey, I'm I'm gonna try and get someone on the podcast. I'm gonna send some emails, but we don't ha- we're not we don't have a, the 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 type of relationship like we did last season, so we're not sure. But anyway, let's talk about the episode. Yeah. So fantastic finale. It's a good finale. Really good. Yeah. Full of surprises too. I wasn't sure. I mean, 
We see. I felt pretty sure. While even with the mic, the like, like Mike, we've been saying if he gets to the end, I just was sure that the the last week I was just sure the final three was going to be Romeo, Marianne, and Jonathan, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it was just a big curveball for me that I had to wrap my head around when Mike beat Jonathan in fire, and like you you saw they the the jury went into that final tribal leaning towards Mike. If if we're if we're to believe them when Jeff asked them to raise their hands, and and I do based off of how they uh, treated Marianne throughout this season, like not that, I mean they said she was likable, but if you were to think about every time that someone would mention her or whatever, they were like or kind of like her, yeah. yeah, like she whatever. had an elusive Marianne. strategy. Yeah, so I'm glad that she was able to uh, show up to this final tribal and show. Uh, a lot of arrogance in this final tribal, if you ask me, and she showed them. What do you? I I I want you to. <laughs> what are I think, you, I think you mean confidence. A lot of arrogance. <laughs> arrogance from who? <laughs> I I think that a lot of people on. I was getting the impression, mm-hmm. based off of a few like condescending comments and a few from the jury you're saying jury yeah good jobs and everything <laughs> i did when you first said it i thought you were talking about mary yeah it really did sound like you were talking about Marianne. <laughs> oh no 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 i think that the jury a lot of them were feeling like they were better than the final three that uh, it often happens when the when you have uh people in the jury that were kind of leading the votes especially nowadays where you where it's like vote out the people that have been leading the votes, right? Especially since Ghost Island. Um, that has been... The, the jury is full of the main strategic people. Yeah, you do get a bit of Ricard syndrome. Yeah. Which that they think they're the best They think they're the best. Play, they're the, they're the robbed. they never made it to the final. Yeah, mm-hmm. it happens a lot. And uh, like, and I, I don't think they're too, too guilty. The, the only instance of it is maybe when High was talking to Romeo at first and when... Omer was first talking to Mike, but I don't think they were that bad. There are people who have been way worse. Think about Kara oh, Moen. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that this was like a, a vicious jury by any means or or anything like that. I think it stands out more because no one was extremely like mean-spirited by any means or anything like that. I just think that there was a certain... What? I didn't say anything. No, you're <laughs> I think there's just a certain level of arrogance. That's all I'm putting out there because mm-hmm. I think that... I'm just defending that. I don't think they were that bad. It, it was nice to see as it went on that um, they got like kind of shown that like because they were thinking down on like throughout the season uh, things like, oh, uh, like Mike and Jonathan aren't aware and everything like that. So it was nice for Marianne to be able to show all of them, like, no, all of you weren't aware yeah. of this masterpiece game I was playing. It's interesting. Yeah. I think all three of these people were... I mean, Mike obviously had more of a like an out-front game, but he was, the way people talked about him, the guy that was they were was being led along. Yeah. And people were n- maybe not being as kind to his face as they were in... Sorry, uh, as kind in in, in confessionals as they were to his face. Um, So, yeah, it was three. I wouldn't say that it's the three goats at the end. Maybe I would say maybe the perceived goats through a lot of the the merge that made it to the end. I I disagree. I felt like at the final eight, even 
every single person except for Romeo mm-hmm. had a legitimate chance to win yeah. the game. You're right. You're right. right. Like, I, I, I felt that was like an overwhelming feeling of the season, and that's what made it such a such a fun season for me is that the, the cast was so good, and, and a case could be made for almost everybody there. And everyone, yeah, everyone knew, everyone seemed aware of what their story was, too, yeah. and where they fit in on the puzzle. And even you saying, Romeo, I think we went into this final tribal, and after it, we Romeo was to aware too. Romeo. Yeah, Romeo was aware too. He had his own story. Yeah. He did have his own story. And, and like, he was convincing. God bless him. You know, like Ro- Romeo honestly had a fantastic episode. This was Romeo's best episode of yeah. the season. And he showed he showed awareness, he showed resilience, he showed heart and like charm. I was so drawn in by him. And I think he 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 did a he did a great job on when he when he was saying, like, yeah, I'm proud of myself. You should be proud of yourself, mm-hmm. Romeo. Like you freaking killed that last episode i think um it's just too bad that he didn't spend uh the the entire you know re- for rest of the game on edge of extinction with the jury and then maybe yeah. he would have won yeah uh, well the thing about romeo is that i think that had he played had i mean it's obviously through a huge fault of his own that he ended up on the bottom but had he remained on top, I think he could have. Like, I don't think he would have been as perceived as a goat as as much. I think it, like, I think just like the 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 weakness of his game is playing at the bottom. Had he stayed in a, co- a better alliance, yeah, it was his out of the merge. That, I think that created yeah, the like once he started being on the bottom and being paranoid, if he was in a stronger alliance, and it's obviously got to be his fault that he didn't end up in there somehow. But I think just like his. His spot on his pre-merge tribe seemed so much better than it did For sure. pretty he much was, immediately after. He was the after swing after. boat. He was yeah. the power player. Yeah. And also, I want to say to uh, uh, hi to, let's not start throwing around gaslighting. Oh, yeah. As part, like, yes, Romeo lied about his votes. That was part of his strategy. There is lying in the game. Let's not throw around gaslighting like he was gaslighting you. Yeah, Come on, yeah. he just was through a random vote and then lied about it so nobody would know who voted in order to create paranoia and chaos. Mm. Yeah, as like I think that's a legitimate strategy that I wish more people would employ because mm-hmm. if you know where the votes are going and you know the the where the majority is happening, you can afford to throw those extra votes out there and you can afford to have the random stray vote and make people reactive and make people get frustrated mm-hmm. that their name was written down because everybody is obsessed with getting the perfect game and not getting any votes against themselves, right? And so if you th- if you use those random votes as a tool and not just necessarily, oh, I promised you I wouldn't vote for you, but you use it as a tool and you say, listen, I knew exactly where all the votes were going. I was so confident that all the votes were going that way that I knew my vote wasn't even needed so I could sow these sort of seeds of chaos. I think that's an awesome and legitimate strategy. But he knew exactly who the vote was. Yeah. So it didn't really it didn't cause too too much chaos. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Like you have to yeah. do it a bit a bit better Stealthier. and at that point I feel everyone's really good at reading handwriting, right? But in, mm. And if there's one stray vote all of the time, then it's like, okay, Romeo doesn't know where we're, it's either Romeo or Roxroy. Who doesn't know the vote right. this time? <laughs> well, it's not Roxroy because he would have had three votes. It's true. Roxroy gets an extra vote. Just for being Roxroy. Yeah, mm. that's canon. Okay. <laughs> so do you guys want to keep talking about Final Tribal or do you want to start from the beginning? Um, let's talk about Final Tribal the entire time. Yeah, okay. Uh, so uh, the beginning... Is they come back to a new beach, a new beach, which doesn't get too much airtime. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why they did. I mean, 
to make them suffer a bit more. But it does it doesn't read through the TV enough, you know. Yeah. They didn't uh, point it out enough for uh, it to satisfy Randy or Russell, so they should have pointed it out more. They what even spent that whole uh, portion of the final tribal not to go back to that talking about survival. Yeah, but. right. <laughs> yeah. About I, I don't know. Palm I don't know if the move to a new beach is uh, to make the treasure hunt in the morning a little bit more challenging. But yeah. it, okay. Lindsay also said, "I've been all over this island, so maybe it was just a beach, you know, kind of down the road." And they just said, "Nope, don't go back to your camp." <laughs> was she not talking about like maybe it was an old old tribal beach, or was, was that yeah, was that hers and Jonathan's because they seem to have known that spot or whatever. I don't know. She just ran around looking at trees. Was when she said, "I've been all over this island." Did she mean when she was looking for it? Yeah, yeah. Or was it before she was looking for it? Well, we don't. I've know been all over this island. Yeah, we don't know when the confessional happens. But yeah. she said, "I've been all over this island." I assumed that was her saying, "I've scouted it out." Oh, okay. I know. I know it. So I'm looking for these trees. Well, well, I hope yeah. to God Joel falls asleep and Lindsay shows up today to <laughs> elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I'd, I would. I'd but, love for her to show up when I was awake. <laughs> Maybe but, one of you falls asleep. But Lindsay, Lindsay finds the advantage thanks to Marianne. Classic play to let Lindsay get the advantage because that was at that fun. point Marianne wanted that to happen, and that's great because that was a nice winner moment for Marianne. Yeah, as well. It it was interesting because, I mean, it could have really backfired on her, like. Lindsay getting into that finals, I think everyone goes for Lindsay. Based off, unless Marianne could convey the same thing, but bringing Lindsay there, I think people would really hold that against yeah, Marianne. That I will say, it, it wasn't negative content, but we saw some emotional sort of like, I don't know, not, not the best strategic content from... Like, she was getting really frustrated. Lindsay? Yeah, Lindsay. Between Lindsay and Jonathan. When Jonathan and and Mike Mike. with the thing. Like, I just don't think that she was articulating, like, really communicating in a way that's specific to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not telling them what they want. You know what I mean? When you want it, when you want to get across, and that's that's a that's a useful thing for a jury thing. Maybe it would be different if we actually saw Lindsay's final travel. But like her, her, the way she argued with Mike and argued with Jonathan was like, you know, making it. I don't know. Like it was, it was, it was her emotions taking over instead of like judging it from a, like what do these guys want to hear how do i get from them you know what i mean i'm just i i i, I whatever i would probably be do the same thing but like i'm I, just thinking about final tribal i agree too because i pointed it out right away that it's a bad look i mean i don't know what you're expecting to get out of that conversation when jonathan's saying back like yeah i did that but you also wrote my name down so oh, where God, are that we? That was frustrating me too. Where are we at here? Cocky. Like, what's what's your goal? I don't think that was necessarily cocky though. Like, she's confronting him and saying, "I'm not a Jonathan guy." That's just because you I'll love tell Jonathan. You this. I'm not. I'm not a Jonathan guy. Especially I'm, after I'm not a that. huge. I'm not a huge Jonathan guy or anything like okay. that. Okay, <laughs> flashback to this entire yeah, season of podcast. podcast. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> if I see big muscles, I get swayed. Okay. <laughs> Someone needs to do a supercut of every time Cody says, Jonathan is the winner. I'm watching Jonathan. I'm slapping (laughs) my belly like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Pop of the night. Uh, But yeah, I I think, I don't know. It it was, 
it wasn't a good look for anyone, but it, it was just like, I don't know, it's a frustrating conversation to have because I don't know what she she was expecting from the conversation. And then maybe, yeah, it pissed her off that he seemed a bit arrogant of it. But like, I don't know what I would do if someone was saying that. And I'm going to be like, yeah, but you voted me. Like, yeah, I know I voted you, but so you she, voted her, me. Her, I think the way she was trying to sell it was that Omer played her as much as he played them. Yeah, that was that was her spin that she was trying to put on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it was just like, well, we like obviously they couldn't tell her about it because she had an idol and she could easily put it on Omer. And then there goes their game. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like when you... Uh, and she did the kind of the same kind of like guilt trip to Mike too, and I'm just not a big fan of. Okay, it. I mean, not to tone police, but what's like it could be a difference between like, so guys, why didn't you tell me to? Why didn't you tell me? You know, it's a, it's, a, it's kind of a different. It, it, put, it, it puts Jonathan's back up. Like, well, you voted for me, you know. Like, yeah, and well, but I also it's an argument instead of a discussion. I but. also think that her uh, using that with Mike was actually a very le- legitimate strategy, and it was her only play at that point. Right. Yeah. Right. Playing well, to his heart. playing to his heart and his loyalty, his which he had presented as, as something central that everybody had felt and that she was trying to play on. I think Ooh. she was trying to pull a pull a Tony to woo there, and just didn't pan out. So. He told I, I was I was tracking this because he was kind of offering things that he couldn't give because he oh, yeah. basically said to all three people other I'll, than I'll other, than, other than Romeo, who yeah. who had an idol well, in quotation yeah, had an idol, so he didn't need it <laughs> uh, to all three of them. I'll play it for you. But he he said, I might play it for you f- to, to Lindsay he said to Jonathan, I'll play it for you. If, li- if Lindsay plays an idol. And he did say to Marianne, I will play it for you. Yeah. Like he like we got that in flashback and yeah. we didn't I don't think we saw that in real time last week. Was that a flashback to last week's episode or was that just a There's flashback, a flashback to, that? to last week's episode? Okay, th- that we week. actually saw. Yeah. Okay. Um so anyway, yeah, I mean he, I guess he didn't go against his word in per se, but don't even offer it. Don't even bring it up as an oppor- as a thing like if you're not actually going to do it. Yeah, it was similar to um last season too. Um, Xander and Ricard. Yeah, Xander and Ricard where it was like, yeah, Ricard got his hopes up because you said it, Xander, like yeah. you said you're going to I heard on a podcast with Ricard that that was a big reason for him not Voting for Xander. Voting for Xander. I, I completely agree with because it's unnecessary. That's yeah. an unnecessary lie. If he was straight up honest to him, and that that's the thing, you have to have that kind of awareness on the island too where people are going to actually, there's some people that are going to respect you more if you're just straight up with them instead of an unnecessary lie like that where yeah. you know it's just like, well, I guess they're gone so they can't vote me out after. Well, they're going to be voting if you're going to win. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And that's why it's good that Marianne kept her... Idle a secret and didn't tell Lindsay even though she was thinking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Marianne, uh, I, I just want to say, like, what an incredible uh, season, an incredible edit for a winner, Last too. Couple episodes. I think, like, a very dynamic um, edit. And just. Yeah, she started on such a high. The first episode. All, all I could think about was Marianne, mm-hmm. and then the second, the like the, the second and the third episode, I thought, oh no, Marianne's not like popping as much as I want her to. She's not going to stick around. And then just this low key edit, always being there, getting. She was, uh, it was content. it was a pretty constant edit, yeah. I will say, yeah. but it was it, wa- it wasn't like our version of a winner's edit. Yeah, you exactly. Know, like, and it, it was until this this episode, all the I mean, last, she was last week's last episode. Week. Yeah. 
It was interesting um, them bringing up that everyone on the island was emotional this season um, because uh, we've seen in the past a big reason for people not winning and a big thing that's put against them, um, which, I mean, one of the people I'm talking about, Julie Rosenberg, one of the best of all time, Well, a lot was of- because of emotion. But she, Marianne in this season, where it was everyone was emotional, was wearing it on her sleeve and being very open about it the entire time. So I wonder if that's the difference. And using her emotions as a weapon. The the tides have certainly changed a lot in just a, a, sh- a very short period of time. And like even the break between the the year break between 40 and 41, even even that can be a long way to go in terms of people going back and watching earlier seasons. Like I brought up Karen Moen, people being so mean to Don. Yeah. Like Heroes Hustlers, people being really mean to Chrissy, like, or or Monica in Blood versus Water, just like. Oh, Monica was so good in Blood versus Water. She was friggin' robbed. Okay, you're 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 joking, but I'm th- not. I love Monica. In Blood okay, versus Water. but the, the, the jury was really mean to her, right? Yes, yeah, yes. like, um, and it's just like she was a at mean a and lady. At a, and then at a certain point, it's like, why are you all being so mean to this person? You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, they didn't play the right game, the game that you liked, but like, just calm down after a while. You know what I mean? And just like, obviously, the tides have changed that we look back and we're like, okay, we're not going to be like that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, and even even in season 38, I don't think R- Julie got it as bad as those people at Tribal Council, but she didn't get any votes. No, she didn't get any votes. Um, and I mean, they definitely said. That was one of their big talking points as a major strike against her um, in that final tribal. That what? cast would just suck, though. Yeah, that cast mm. stinks. Mm. Uh, but in this season, I mean, I've said it from the beginning. Like, it's an incredibly supportive cast when you're watching it there. And, I mean, of course, there's the reports of uh, what happened on um, Ponderosa. Ponderosa and whatnot. But when you're watching the season... I mean, everyone's being incredibly supportive. I, we should it. say they're, they're not like, there's no bombshells happening. At, yeah, at there wasn't like a huge fist fight. Yeah. It was just, it was one throwaway line that Omer was like, yeah, Ponderosa was pretty tense. Pretty tense. Yeah, yeah. comfortable. <laughs> I heard that uh, Tori one punch Jonathan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did hear that. <laughs> yeah. Every night. Yeah. <laughs> Every night before bed. That's how yeah. he went to sleep. Just two nights. Even, no, <laughs> two nights no, even when he was still in the game yeah, and she, she was out, she, she, go she got to in the, the boat. Beach. Yeah, she paddled out under the cover of darkness. She yeah. slithered along like Vince. Yes, and yeah. Sandra <laughs> taught her how to hide behind pond fronds. Exactly. Sandra was there helping because she's like, yeah, let's take and down the big, t- Tony, big boy. Tony rubbed uh, ash all over her face oh, yeah, by so spitting in it. Yeah, <laughs> but, t- but yeah, I mean, back to what I was saying, it, just an incredibly supportive season. And even early on, I mean, before... Uh, before we all hated Jonathan, I mean, we were seeing how supportive and how he would bring up um, the weaker tribe members in those specific challenges and everything like that. And we saw that from every tribe where they were being and even this one in the finale here um, for the final five with the um, spider challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all hugging after and being very supportive and everything like that. Afterwards, we heard that uh, Jonathan was a piece of shit for not even trying. And uh, watching with the but, puzzle, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> that was bothering me to be honest. How he was just kind of watching Mike make the puzzle. I was yeah. like, just fucking make it, dude. You're the competitor. Just do the puzzle. Nah, like, he couldn't do it. He he was he was puzzled out. <laughs> yeah, he. Well, it's like it's like the triangle puzzle. He's like, oh, oh, I can't do it, and then walked away. Isn't was it his tribe that was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, just let Elmer do it. Yeah, oh, and Lindsay. Yeah, Elmer and Lindsay. Yeah, there you go. I mean, or was it Lindsay or was it Marianne? 
No, I think it was I think it was Lindsay. I don't remember. At at a certain point when we got we got we got to do a rewatch of the season right now and then and we'll pause right now. All right, we're pausing. Let's go. Oh, I forgot now. Yeah, we did the we did the thing, but it, now I forget the was, first episode. It was Omar and Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Um. So yeah, that challenge. Uh, we talked about that challenge in our best challenge episodes. That was definitely top two, top three. That was your favorite one, Cody. You like that? That's one of my favorite challenges. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it's really fun to see all of the uh, different varieties of competition. And I think that um, you have to be a uh, dynamic uh, comp beast to win it. And obviously, I think the big weakness we saw with um jonathan as it went to individual immunity like he really helped his team in the in the early stages but when it came to individual immunity anything to do with a puzzle or anything like that Mm -hmm. he got completely screwed and he wasn't the dynamic player that could win a challenge like this he's good with core strength but not with yeah he's good with carrying an entire like yeah 500 pound snake on his back yeah can i (laughs) i'm sorry to gripe about these this challenge but I just feel like every finale comes around, there's like three challenges they just cycle in and out of. I would like a little bit of variance in the fin- and like all the first of all, I, d- I feel like there was only like a couple challenges we hadn't seen and like this season and like even the ones we did that were new were just we kind of amalgamations of new we challenges. Can't do the pork challenge with COVID? No, it's we like I don't. Do I don't want to go back to the pork challenge. <laughs> I know. We have that three times, and that's all I needed. Season. Like I've seen the pork challenge. Can you I want a new that challenge. Was final immunity was the pork challenge yeah. <laughs> with members of the jury. Yeah. yeah. So you could do it as a team. That, like, do you, do you guys not agree? Like, it's just like. It's time. I I want I want some new challenge design. You like and like a little bit of variance. I'm you know? down with new challenge design, but I also think that there's something to be said for the classics. And I think, uh, and, but don't they don't they feel they feel like like greater to see them if you haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. To be fair, though, this spider challenge was a little bit smaller than they usually are. It didn't seem as big. Uh, to me, anyways, maybe it was bigger than I'm picturing, but like to me, it didn't seem quite as big as it usually is. And then also, uh, the motion usually is pretty like stressful, but this one felt pretty anticlimactic because yeah, everybody, two, everyone got so it pretty quick. Yeah, mm. except King Romeo. Yeah, except King Romeo. Mike honestly deserved not to get the votes because he dropped the one ball. Was it his first and, ball? And Jeff made yeah, fun of him for ball. the remainder of the challenge. He said, Mike, this is the warm-up round. Children can do this in their homes. <laughs> of course, they've been eating. But not you, yeah. Brian. Get that broccoli in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was Jeff's, Jeff's nephew. Is Jeff's nephew named Brian? Yeah, he's been having a... Or not you, Hannah, Omer's been, niece. He's named uh, named after Jeff's favorite Survivor winner. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I wish Clay died this week. Yeah. Did you hear? What? The runner-up from uh, Thailand died this week. Clay. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry that I had to tell you. Live reaction on the pod. You're hearing it now. How do you feel? I'm having a hard time picturing it was better than <laughs> <so>. <laughs> No, it's Thailand. Nobody nobody likes Thailand except for me. Yeah. Uh, I went, did, did Brian tweet about it? Does he have a Twitter even? I don't even know. I think he's probably in jail by now. Yeah, yeah. For literally shooting a dog with a bow and arrow. Yeah. 
Um, uh, so light podcasting tonight. Yeah. What a scree- <laughs> screeching halt to this yeah. podcast. Um, okay, so yeah, we talked about the challenge. I mean, maybe next season we have a little variance in the challenges. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I just feel like we're cycling out the same kind of group of challenges, especially for the finale. It's the same four or five challenges we do. Uh, like. To be fair to them, too, th- it was probably easier to just put the classics there if you're going to do a back-to-back just because... They do it back-to-back every year. Yeah, but with COVID restrictions and they, their budget might have been lower yeah. and they might have... Like, literally back-to-back, though. Like, Jeff didn't leave the island. Is that different than any other year? I don't know if it is. He, had, he said he was growing his hair out because of it. He had a mullet. Well, he probably stayed just for the uh, for the like the quarantining. I th- I think it was a lot sooner this time than it is usually. Okay. Um, well, okay. Just, no, I'm just explaining why <laughs> I think that it was easier for them to do. Like, yeah, you probably have less of it, like a carpentry team there as well, mm-hmm. just like yeah, lower. And they they talked about how their challenge team is the same as their pizza team. Yeah, that's true. The same people doing the stuff in the, on the island are the same people handing out the pizza and the champagne. Now, now that's a challenge. Maybe yeah. maybe making a pizza can be one of the next challenges. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talk. Of, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be, there's a, <laughs> yeah. Film film and edit. <laughs> <laughs> film and edit the show for us, will and you? Then, and then there's a fondant challenge. Yeah, but Mike would be good at that with uh, Bud, Buddy Gillespie. Yeah. His, his mentor before he came out on the island. The mo- is Mike now the most iconic Hoboken resident? I would or is say, Buddy Gillespie still on top? I would top? say yes. I would say I cannot tell you another Hoboken resident other than Mike. Well, well, Buddy Gillespie. The cake boss. Never heard of her. <laughs> That's funny that you said her instead of him. Thanks. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we don't cut out the silences, yeah. so everybody knows. Uh, <laughs> I'm liking where this is going today. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm the. Uh, hey, if I'm responsible for the pause, I guess I'm the one leading this whole thing. Hey, eh? you guys aren't gonna pick up my slack. If you bring up things like dead people, shooting dogs, <laughs> and the cake boss, this is all, I don't this know is what. All to, I survivor don't know how, adjacent. I don't know how to respond. <laughs> if you bring those, th- if you talk about the game. I'll respond. <laughs> well, you're all waiting for me to fucking change the subject when you could. <laughs> you yeah. have that ability as well. I prefer just to just to watch watch your relationship crumble yeah. as I go to the final two with either of you. <laughs> okay, so Lindsay's gone. Lindsay loses, even though she got she found the thing on the foot of the sleeping giant. That rock didn't look like a foot. Yeah, when they drew uh, stuff around it, yeah, it really looked like a foot. And then the little rocks at the top kind of look like toenails. Toes, yeah. and, and if it fell off, oh. much like Marianne's toenail. Exactly. Winner um, edit. Yeah, exactly. Do you, th- do you think that the edit was purposeful of being... Because they did edit, and I know that... I Don't come at me for Jonathan right now. Mm. But the way that the edit went, it was Lindsay complaining about Jonathan and saying that she was a much better player than him and he's so arrogant... And then it went right to the Jonathan confessional of him hyping up how great of a competitor and how he thinks that she's um, a shoe in to win. It that went back to back, and I'm wondering if that was don't come after me about it. Why would we come after Why, you? What What do you think? What's What, what controversial thing are you not saying that thing? that we should be coming after you? That for? I'm just saying it because I'm a Jonathan fan. But I'm just I'm. What saying, are you even saying? I'm saying. Did you think it was purposeful? 
for the edit to do it went from in the in the episode mm-hmm. it went from Lindsay saying how arrogant Jonathan is mm-hmm. and um, how he deserves to go out before her because she's a much better player and um, she just deserves it more to then it went to Jonathan's confessional where he's immediately talking about how great of a competitor is she is and she'd be a shoe in to win so they have to get her out. Yeah. I just thought that was an interesting back-to-back. Well, I think that the battle of Lindsay and Jonathan has been going on for four or five Couple episodes, episodes yeah. ever since he made that horrible decision when they split into two different oh, times. Oh, with Drea, them. yeah. Yeah, where he said, hey, Drea, we're voting at Marianne because she is an idol because we're mm. very scared of idols. Yeah. So um, you don't worry, though, because yeah. it's <laughs> definitely Marianne yeah. and it's not you. And we're splitting the vote. Yeah. yeah. So don't worry. <laughs> um, just vote for Marianne then. Okay, cool. What about Tori that everybody hates and uh, doesn't want in the game? Nope. It's but it's just because of the idol. Probably because he has a crush on Tori. But but not not for the reason you said. Anyway, I think I think um, yeah, I think juxtaposition is a storytelling technique, and that is why they did it. But I I think that's it's a culmination of the Lindsay saying I have to go, I have to beat Jonathan, I have to beat Jonathan, I have uh-huh. to beat Jonathan. And then, of course, she doesn't beat Jonathan. Similar to the the fire making uh, editing that we have now seen, and we were talking about mm-hmm. during the episode, that everyone who says, "Oh, this person is amazing at fire," and this person won't make fire, they always they always make. Yeah, fire it's kind of like but when a Fishback really wanted to get Joe out in <laughs> Cambodia. Remember so badly that yeah. he used his extra vote to split the vote on Joe, and then he went home humiliated. Yeah. But I'm sure there was a clip of. Uh, Jonathan also speaking negatively about her that they didn't use, which makes me think I'm that Jonathan so sure. is someone they want to bring back. Oh, that's where you're going that's reading into yes. it. That's that's where I'm reading into it. That to me, at the end of this season, despite what everything going around is and all of the negativity towards him, and I don't disagree with it. But to me, watching this season in the perspective of the show, he felt more like a Brad Culpepper to Jeff. Than anything else yeah well jeff loves his beefy boys almost as much as you do cody you guys have that in common mm-hmm. and and jeff i think is is you know sometimes in touch with the fan base sometimes not but this time he, he loves the do or die just he, like all the fans he loves the do or die which is horrible uh but i think <laughs> i think jeff knows that if there's one way for you to um get rid of Ozzy's OnlyFans once and for all and replace it with a new <laughs> idol, then that is by that is by giving Jonathan the fame he's so... Uh, and I'm glad you deserves. went into that because that was my next theory. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you read my mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just see what you keep typing in your search history and refreshing over and over again. I, I got to check if I got a new message. <laughs> so Well, um... <laughs> Oh, so Mike <laughs> takes Jonathan to spaghetti. That's true. Spaghetti, meat sauce, red wine, garlic bread, which Mike was very excited about. But I, I noticed when he said he said pasta, and then Marianne went spaghetti. What if it was macaroni? What if it was some nice macaroni and cheese, or or or, or, or penne? Yeah. Would she have been disappointed? Probably. I think that uh, Marianne wouldn't have cared. Any mm. pasta would have done. Macaroni. What? What do you? What do you like? Linguini. You're is a linguini guy. The best noodle. Really? Yeah. Okay. And uh, you? Um, uh, craft dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not when you get an actual macaroni. The macaroni is so much thicker than the Kraft dinner noodle. The Kraft dinner noodle is so thin. Well, yeah, I don't like it. You don't like? I it. was being facetious. Okay. I mean, yeah, you know Cody likes his thick, juicy boys. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know this Italian boy likes you're, a quality. You're a rigatoni uh, man. Oh, a quality noodle. Yeah. I love a quality noodle. And here's another thing. That's why I subscribe to Aussie's OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> With the meat sauce. <laughs> on the rocks. Uh, hold the meat sauce. Hold the meat sauce. Doesn't matter what you ask him to do. Yeah. He'll show you the meat sauce yeah. anyway. Um, here's another thing. is Jonathan was holding the puzzle bags in his mouth by the rope. Everyone else was doing it by the fabric. And I thought maybe it's because Jonathan thought the rope was the spaghetti. Yeah, it could have been. He, and got, he was he eating the rope on the puzzle bag because he thought it was spaghetti and was trying to slurp it up. And Jeff had keep having to slap it out of his mouth and that's be like, true. that's not spaghetti. That was the first time I've ever seen Jeff participate in a challenge, actually, <laughs> yeah. was going through that rickety bridge just to slap it out of And, <laughs> and he was like, keep hand. that puzzle bag out your fucking mouth. <laughs> and that's why Jonathan body checked him on the way by. Yeah, yeah. Because he was, he was annoyed. That was a good moment, eh? Yeah. That should have been Jeff. Should have been halted. You do not touch me during a challenge. I think. I think Jeff's uh, objective best moment of this episode, mm-hmm. and maybe in Survivor history, who knows? Um, some are some fans are saying top five for sure is when he said, "When Survivor's been on for <gasps> twenty one years." <laughs> And turned into, you know, an 1800s ghost. I thought it was the Haunted Mansion, and this was like one of the ghosts. Uh, you have to spend 26 days on my <laughs> island. <laughs> it's not 39 anymore. Yes. Sorry, Russell and Randy. Yeah. I actually, after season 40, I did email Jeff. Mm. I, uh, I pitched the... Survivor. Knowledge is power advantage. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. And I also pitched uh, for him to do more character work. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. That's good. So he's taking both of your notes. He's practicing yeah. for Spooked. Yeah, he's coming on to be an, improvised, um, an improviser for me. So, yeah, we were like, hey, maybe don't bring your closest ally to the final five reward. To just because let Lindsay let run the, rampant. The th- yeah, Lindsay get into Romeo and Mary Ann's ears and... Have them vote out Jonathan. They immediately didn't seem impressed, though. By Lindsay's, like, pitch? Pitch? Lindsay's pitch. It all came down to what... Romeo talked Marianne down. Yeah. It all came down to, like, what fucking Mike and Marianne were going to do with their idols. Like, we knew where the votes were going. (laughs) Yes, of course. Romeo had We didn't talk about that at the... That during the the melee between Lindsay and Mike, Romeo was like, "Hey, everybody, just so you know, I have an idol, and I'm gonna play it tomorrow night." It was if we're being honest here, and Mike was like, "That's good, good play, man. That's really good. Love you playing. <laughs> Love you playing. You got balls on you, man. That's really good." And I was saying while we were watching this that that. I honestly think that's a representation of how good Mike's social game was yeah. because no way anyone else could respond in such a genuine way mm-hmm. of such a no one's going to vote for you. Yeah. Like you were never a target. The only way you're going out is if everyone good has for an you, idol. Man. I love you, Romeo. That's really good. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at that point, Romeo had to have been thinking that he was likely to get there, but at the same time, he had gotten votes on him almost every yeah, time. It's a, so it's a decent play. And then 
he really wanted to show the jury that he made that play. And then they all mocked him. And they all put their heads in their yeah, hands. They were all like, ooh. And then, and then they all went, oh, with oh. <laughs> the play Kyle. I thought it was fun. Did he throw it? I... I I might have created this in my hand. Did he throw it into the fire himself? He, said it, he, he said, did. So I'm going to throw it in the fire. He skipped yeah. it into the fire, and then it landed on Jeff's lap, and Jeff had to pat it out. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff got That's a how I recall. Jeff got a, it was like a ring toss on Jeff's boner <laughs> <laughs> from looking at Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not the best play. What do, what do you think? Because, I mean, we went into this emotion as well challenge, so I just want to know what you think mm-hmm. about this uh, whole fire-making strategy of Mike's to hide his ability seemingly the whole season when he could have been making fire. That's what you got to do. It's It seemed like no one knew if he could or not. That's what you got to do. I think that's that's the strategy is to not show people that you can yeah, make fire. Yeah, because if you show that you can make fire, people are just going to, they will want you out at before that was, That's the, the David Wright. That's the Janet. Didn't yeah. work for Jonathan. Yeah, they knew he could make fire, and they didn't care. Yeah, you don't, you don't, don't show. You don't really show it. Yeah, no. no, I think that was uh, that was a smart play by Mike, and and his strategy of just throwing all the husks on the fire at once, mm-hmm. and then throwing all the sticks at once really panned out, and it made an incredible fire that I was not expecting to <laughs> survive. But we gotta we gotta say that last season Heather was talking about how on one side you was the worst side for fire making, but they switched the side of where the people sat. Yeah. It did seem like one was blowing a little more. It seemed like Mike's was blowing. It seemed a lot. like Mike's was you the one so? blowing. Yeah. I mean I he was Mike's gonna his, honestly to me it just seemed like Mike had the bigger fire and that's why he won. Yeah, yeah. It, he was gonna win no matter what. Uh, last season it was it felt like honestly it's a bit of a screw job that Heather didn't win. She had it built up so fast. I don't think she was gonna win. Well, no, that she didn't win fire. Oh, okay. Yeah, like she should have been, to me, like it I felt... Like against Eric and Xander. I was like, I don't think she was going to win. You have no... I, I spoke to Heather for a long time that night. You have no idea how good her final tribal would have been. <laughs> she's, she's exceptional. I see it in your eyes every time you talk about her, that you are legitimately the most in love with a person I've ever seen you. I'm. I mean... It made me feel after, especially after watching Romeo's final tribal here too. I was like, man, maybe I would be great friends with Romeo too. <laughs> you huh? sound like Mark Wahlberg for a second. Romeo, oh, yeah, sorry, I was Mark, just, Mark I Wahlberg as Marcusia. I was just Romeo? watching Romeo. What are you doing, man? Why are you going after Juliet like that, bro? I think Romeo. I think Romeo's had some incredibly funny deadpan confessionals this season. He said 50 times tonight that he wanted to win, like he, he comparing, comparing Survivor to the beauty pageant. Yeah, he said, I want to be Mr. Survivor. I want to be Miss Survivor. I was like, that's so funny. It's so good. <laughs> over and over again. Um, uh, he won some motion tonight. He did. We, never, we didn't With see that coming. Balls. We didn't see that coming. I was worried. I think it was four bells. Well, he had just placed his fourth. Jonathan yeah. just placed his fourth. And right. then Jonathan. Jonathan fell to the ground dramatically. Yeah. Yeah, Romeo wins. We're all ecstatic. Yeah, we were thrilled. Jumping up and down. I loved Romeo win there. Mm-hmm. I was so happy for him too. Like you could yeah. tell, it just meant so much to him that mm-hmm. uh, yeah, when that happened, I was ecstatic. I also want to bring up before the 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 ball challenge, we got a monologue from each of them. 
the memorable one being Marianne's about a family member who doesn't talk to the rest of the family and yeah. her being out. The, the the more important thing to her to compared to winning a million dollars is having bringing her family back together, which was a very touching moment. And incorrect. I'll, I'll cut my family to bits. Send them all to the, each corner of the globe <laughs> if it lets me be on Survivor. Well, you can't speak for her, sir. <laughs> it's not incorrect from her's perspective. Maybe it's incorrect gameplay. That's what you're saying. Well, she was the winner of Survivor, and you she haven't even got on. Yeah, so. that's true. Millionaire at 22 years old. Yeah. How many, how many fucking... Uh, what, what was it? Tostito burgers at... at at Ajax Applebee's, is that going to buy her? At least seven. <laughs> I mean, and a million dollar, and we spoke to this last Hickory year. Hickory Jack too. whiskey whiskey smoke burger. A million dollars American is yeah. like. After taxes is like a million dollars US. Yeah, $70 billion Canadian. That's probably why. She they, might as well be a trillionaire. She's got three millions. Like, we keep having to give this sweet, untaxed Canadian American money to these Canadian girls. Like, we got to have no more Canadians in the next one. It's too hard to get the, the, the we transfer going. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff's personally like, the, sorry, I got to talk to my bank. They're not letting me transfer that much in one period of time. So he's doing a payment plan with yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. What? Uh, what? What did they? What, what did the other ones say? I don't even remember. Didn't matter. Yeah. Um. Specifically, I remember that Jonathan was the only one that said that he didn't want to win. Like he he just said he wanted everyone to know that he went out there and gave it his all. Whereas everyone else said, "I want to be the winner." And even though Romeo in and I oh you mean you mean off the top that was off the, the top to- oh, the beginning of the episode the yeah yeah right. we, just, we just kept repeating it over and over because it was funny so it sa- it seemed like yeah. it was everywhere in the episode I was talking about before the challenge right yeah yeah Romeo talked about pageantry and and basically what he did wanted to be Mister Survivor no basically what you know proving to the to going out and practicing right yeah the, yes 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 and and showing the the women that he trains what they can do um yeah, i don't remember what everyone else said then but you I told me remember. tonight that tori was a pageant queen tori was she was miss oklahoma did i know that maybe <laughs> yeah, i, I knew that know. tori was on sequester and so i watched um an, an episode well a little bit of an episode before we did our draft pick uh-huh. and uh that's why i didn't pick her <laughs> i have no regrets about picking tori this season I think she got a respectable amount of points. Well, let's check in on fantasy at the end. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so Romeo decides... Uh, Mike is a pretty good pitch. I think he thinks that he can beat Marianne in fire, so he tries to pitch to um, to Romeo sending him and Marianne because we're the two likable ones. It's pretty self-aware to know like yeah. we're, we're the two kind of contenders. And he also tried to get Jonathan to do that pitch for him, too. Yeah. Which Jonathan took as more of, yeah. he's challenging me. But he was clearly going towards, like, I have a secret weapon here, and I don't want to get you out. So convince him to do Marianne. No, like, no. I think I think you, you try to... You do everything you can to get the weaker fire maker against you, right? It doesn't. It's it's not yeah. a guarantee. You might be sitting on the left side, so it's interesting. Ooh. Like I think it's all from like the the. Sorry, what what? I said you might be sitting on the left side because of the cursed. Oh spot. right, yeah, yeah. Their left. Oh yes, cursed um, spot. Our yeah, our right. Yeah. So anyway, um, 
I didn't forget what he was going to say. That's okay. Mary all, that really mattered, all that really mattered <laughs> yeah. about this about this episode for me was seeing Marianne blossom and potentially be able to use her idol in whatever way she wanted and then not. And then the final tribal for me was exceptional, starting with Tori's question. Oh, I, I do. I, I Before we talk about that, okay. I want to I want to bring up okay, what bring I, up. I, I, I realized what my thought was bring about the final four tribal. Yeah, let me, let me it's like it. I think it is Drea turning to the people and being like, if Mike's in the end, he wins it. The fact that like Mike is like saying to the confessional, I know he's going to send me to fire. I know like, yeah, yeah, I'm the only one that's that's a sure thing. It is because I think it's because of the Drea thing. But I also think he has he he does have the most forward social game. But it's also just like that their 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 perception of what the jury is thinking is so insular. I mean, obviously, Marianne had this great trial tribal uh, performance, but obviously that on the jury they're talking about marianne probably differently than they're talking about her in the game mm-hmm. yeah i think i think they made it clear on there too how that's what i'm i was saying earlier around the start like they made it clear that they didn't have like a ton of respect for anyone's game i think yeah at well, we, got, we got the, at the start we got the jury uh confessionals before tribal council which hasn't which is like an old school thing like i don't remember that keep that that's so i remember that from the olden days but i so much better than like the what is it a walk among the tombstones or whatever yeah, yeah fallen that's, comrades that's call it no no walk among the tombstones it's the official title it's a good liam neeson movie yeah well that's a, exactly. i think i think what no, actually are... not a great liam neeson movie. <laughs> it's better than what he's been making these days liam I can inter- put it up. It's interesting to me that they had those because I think those are shot in the same style as the Jury Speaks videos that they often put online. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like that they just decided, ah, we don't have anything usable for Ponderosa. There's no Ponderosa so this year. we won't do the Jury Speaks. But there is either. controversy just, over just, why there's no Ponderosa. Yeah? Yeah. Something happened last season with like a camera person or something, or like the person who produces it. There's like a, a oh. falling out or a complaint made about him. That's not great. About them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that's kind of the reason. What? You're making a face? You think I'm making it up? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking you fucking made it up. Yeah. Not making it up. I know you're not making it up. <laughs> I wasn't saying you were making it up. Um, <laughs> I love how Joel is just like accuses you of something and then takes it personally. <laughs> <laughs> he made a face. What was the face? No, I just thought it was interesting. I was yeah. like, oh, weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, you yeah. turn to him. You're like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> well, I just didn't know anything about it. And I didn't think you were making it up. And then I thought it was even weirder that you were accusing me and getting pissed off at me of something I didn't That's think. That's a different thing. I'm not calling you out for that. That that happened after what we're talking about. Well, Joel, you just made a face at me. Do, do you think I'm the worst person in the world? That's uh, a good movie. Is that, is it's, that an, it's a Norwegian film. Liam Neeson. From last movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Liam Neeson. Um, what do they call it, though? It's not a walk among the tombstones? Fallen Comrades. Is that what they call it? They call There's it a couple something different, else before, couple, though. A couple different t- t- terms for it, but not a walk among the tombstones. No, that's but some, never been a There thing. was something similar to that. No. I'm yeah. not completely. No, off I think base. you're. It's some similar, like a. Yeah. Like a I, uh, oh yeah, I think I remember it. It was Fallen Comrades. Yeah. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Chili. It was Chili's favorite thing. He always like. I wish they'd bring back this and that. And I'm like, okay, Chili. <laughs> yeah, Chili uh, actually emailed us when we were ranking the best challenges and put that as his favorite challenge. 
Um, <laughs> you wonder why he doesn't get asked back to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding, Chili. Not just because improv in Chile is at 8 p.m. on Wednesdays now. At the Social Capital Theater. Yeah. That's a nice plug for him. Yeah, but <laughs> not for Survivor fans. <laughs> Anybody listening to this uh, podcast are like, we're not, I'm not, I can't come to that. Why not? <laughs> Chili's a Survivor yeah. fan. You'd have a lot in common. You'd think he was a Survivor fan, but then he p- fucking put his show on a Wednesday at 8 p.m. Yeah, that's true. All right, I take it back. Um, but now we can go to it all we want until September. But then we're like, Chili, sorry, we got to break up. Um, okay, so we talked about... And yeah, so Mike wins fire, and then they get the okay. We're we're at tribal council. We're at final tribal council. That's it. It was great tribal council. Yes. So so Tori (laughs) says to the three of them, and this was clever on Tori's part, and maybe it was her being a psychologist. She said, "Here's my perception of all of you." Kind of setting them all up to kind of like either fuck up or hit a home run. Yeah. And I I I think Mike does not do well. She 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 says to Mike, "Here's what we perceive of you, and it's not what what they perceive of him. It's what he wants them to perceive of him." Yeah, says to Marianne, "You're silly and blah blah blah." And I think Tori, among anybody, like was the one who rooting for Marianne, rooting for Marianne yeah. the yeah. most. It seemed so she knows exactly what to say to Marianne. Yeah, to be like, like you need to change this. To te- he teased her up the most yeah. self awarely. Yeah, and like in a way that she probably knows that Mike isn't ready for it like it's it's kind of a, a fastball yeah, for mike she knew how mike was gonna oh yeah that. for sure and uh um with romeo is more like you know you're paranoid you threw a lot of hanky votes blah 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 so we go to mike first and he kind of because we we know we, i think what they want to hear from mike is like i said i was playing honest and strate- and 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 it, with integrity but i was actually paying playing strategically and getting close to people and cutting them when I needed and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Exactly. And making making the decisions I needed to make. But what he said was, yeah, I was playing with honesty and integrity. And the only time I didn't was when I cut Roxroy. And then hi, Drea and Omar like, okay, what about us? You know? It's because he never shook their hand. Yeah. And that's w- a weird mic code that nobody knew before going into Survivor I, I, that that was the rule. What he said was like, well, it's because they were playing me first. It's like... And then that still doesn't. You're still they 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 were blindsided by you though. They weren't going for you. And also saying the, the the expression like oh well they just started going for me first shows a lack of awareness right. It shows a lack of yeah. planning and it shows that you are in fact reactive. And I think yeah. that was Mike's main downfall to him not winning because his social game is off the charts and we saw it all season. Mm-hmm. But he and Dre gave him credit for it right. And he he is just he was just too reactive. He was too reactive and. And the jury didn't appreciate that because when you are reactive, you're reacting emotionally, and uh, it's not you're not thinking things through. You know, you know what though? Like I think that um, Drea's comment to him of saying that everyone loves him, if he makes it to the end, he's going to win. I think that really got into his head to a point where he was like, you know what? I'm just going to be there and remind them why they all love me, and then I'm going to win. And just like went by that, took it as word, didn't think about what else to bring to the table at the final tribal. What they wanted to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he kind of figured it out in the end and knew how he to. Did. He really he, recovered. Like he, well he recovered. Yeah, with some I don't think he recovered. The... Yeah. They, they sort of coached yeah. him into it. And I don't think he recovered like perfectly, but I think he. He, he, well, yeah, he, he, he got, got, he got his vote, vote from Jonathan or for Roxray. 
Yeah, actually, do you I have don't, it up or no? I don't. I don't know. Actually, I think it was I'll from look. Jonathan. I think we're actually voting I don't, from. I don't Marianne. know if we even know. I don't. I mean, the internet knows that. Yes. So I will look up what the vote is and see if it's on here. Okay, we're back recording now. <laughs> nice. Nobody knew we even stopped. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say my address again? <laughs> it wasn't me. Two fifty three. <laughs> Uh, for the people uh, listening, we just had a an Uber Eats guy come to the window being like, is this your food? Is this your food? And I was like, no, we're recording a Survivor podcast right now. Get the fuck out of here. And then Joel put my wallet up to the window and it had and I the re- guy read out my address out loud yeah. and social insurance number. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it was probably Jonathan that voted for Mike. But Jonathan I even was being Chanel. Yeah. Jonathan was even being a little critical of Mike tonight with the, the, the whole talk of integrity and cutting people and stuff like this. And yeah, like like or I think Jonathan was more telling Mike, we want you to own up to this. You know, like we want you to talk about this, not being yeah, as hard yeah, of him. Yeah. He just he was, was trying to guide him. him. Yeah, he was coaching him um, like Romeo does to all of his women. Yes. Coaches them. I do want to say, too, there was a moment that was interesting to me when Marianne was talking about the Omer vote, and Jonathan said to me, well, you, you, not, he didn't say it to me. He said it to you. He looked at the camera and he said, well, listen, Joel. Hey, Joel, at you, home. <laughs> you, you didn't see this in the episode, but it was actually Mike and I that brought this to Jonathan you. Jonathan says to me, he says to me, and then, so he says, is like, well, my, I told Mike to tell you to do that. We and, didn't see that last that is week. Interesting. Yeah, we didn't see that as a viewer. Yeah, um, that it, it it was generated by them. But we also saw Marianne saying, "We no, we saw Mike come to her first, but we yeah. didn't see Jonathan tell Mike to do it." Yeah, and maybe Jonathan's just fucking saying that. Yeah, maybe Mike. He said can I say whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, um, uh, and maybe it's not true. Jonathan's only strategy would be to go to Marianne and say, "Listen, we're voting Mike because he has an idol." Mm-hmm. Okay, well, don't worry because you have an idol. Yeah. We're going to vote Mike instead. Yeah. That's Jonathan's play. Like, to jo- for Jonathan to say, well, I just want to, like, it's just like, okay, man, you don't need to. There's some arrogance. Yeah. Um. Uh, he, oh, well, no, I told Mike to say that to you. Or maybe he's trying to get everybody to, bring to vote for up. Mike, so it probably wasn't Or he's saying, Mike. everybody vote for me. I actually write down Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> Put me back in. Yeah. Um, uh, it doesn't have the vote on here yet, okay. Uh, okay. so I don't know. Well, we might find out tomorrow in the uh, exit interviews yeah, and all that. My guess say. is that it's Jonathan, because I think Jeff said something along the lines during the reunion thing that Roxroy had voted for Marianne. Oh, that Mo- Roxroy was, was turned around. Yes. Yeah, was was swayed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think actually Jonathan uh, raised his hand when they said who was swayed. Oh, yeah. I think I clocked that, actually. So, we... See, the big moment for Marianne is when they ask her what your main gameplay was. And she said, voting out Omer Omer, was put it in place for me to get to final three. Because Mike said he would play his idol for me. And you may be saying, you don't know that he would actually play his idol for you. Yeah, well, I have an idol. It's here right here. Here's the idol. Here's the note. This is real. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she crushed that. That whole speech was... Blew the jury away. I feel like I feel like I've said that on this podcast for years. That that is a move that that I would like to see somebody do to have an idol and not play it and pull it out of the final and say, "Listen, I didn't even need to play it. 
my game was that good. Detective Dean did do that, I will say. And no. he should have won. But he pulled it out. He did he play it? No, he pulled out the fake advantage that he thought was real. Yeah, but he did said, have an idol at that point, though, too. At Final Five. He did have an idol that yeah, he, he found did. on their yeah. new beach. Speaking of which, in, in Season 39, they... They move them to a new beach, and it's like this huge fucking resort that Boston Rob built for them. And Sandra. Yes, yes, she certainly did. And uh, and in season thirty, uh, season forty-one and forty-two, they send it to an empty beach with a upside-down foot rock on it. Yeah, not the same. Anyway, that, but little did you know that that actually that foot rock was um, part of the Boston Rob yeah, bus. They, they originally had yeah, made they knocked him. They, a he huge was too body. tall, and he <laughs> fell over, and so they're just like, okay, we got to pivot. The sleeping giant yeah. is <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Wasn't uh, Roxroy's question uh, who did the most around camp or whatever? Is yeah, that how that he's going to vote? Yeah, Roxroy was like, tell me about your survival skills, and Marianne actually had an incredible answer for that, which is probably why they kept it in. Yeah, for such a dumb, inane question that only Roxroy could come up with. Um, yeah, I bet he wish he had an hourglass to smash uh, <laughs> while while rewatching that. But something was, that was impressive is that like Marianne said, the best kept secret in this game was this idol. But also something another greatly kept secret that she had was just like I know ex- I knew exactly what everyone was gonna do. At Final Four. Yeah. I knew exactly what everyone was going to do. This person was going to do this. And in every situation, I was going to Final Three. Yeah. Which was cool. And then she kind of fessed up. I almost played my idol for Lindsay, but it, like I got emotional. Yeah, yeah. I played like that. It was like, really? Yeah, fucking. Yeah, she little. owned her game. Yeah. She, she said, these were the mistakes I almost made. These were the mistakes I did make. And she heard the jury when they were like, listen, if uh, Taku had lost and didn't have Jonathan on it, you would have been gone. And she yeah. was like, okay, that's like... I didn't actually realize that, but and then I did realize it in the merge, and that's why I was so emotional at times because we got those we got these confessionals of her. I remember us talking and her her crying after the the big major vote. I think it might have been Chanel and her saying like, "Oh, nobody tells me anything," even though she voted for the person who yeah. went out that that time. Mm-hmm. She still felt like nobody was telling her anything, and that that sort of somebody started a rumor about her. Yeah, a couple of years ago, that sort of sentiment like kind of pervaded throughout throughout her merge journey and like she overcame it incredibly mm-hmm. yeah i think uh uh one thing i want to uh complain about this uh, finale is that jeff asked that fucking stupid bird question to omer jonathan shouldn't have interrupted it that was stupid too arrogance arrogance but also yeah we all didn't want to hear about it so Move yeah. on. And we already knew that Marianne was a honeybee. Would you rather... Romeo was a cockroach and Mike was an elephant. And Would you rather... he did different ones. He did different... Yeah. He had the perfect one already. Yeah, he said, Would you rather hearing about, about Cochrane... At Ponderosa. Would you rather that or, or, or a live cut to Cochrane talking about his time on the fucking Goldbergs or something? <laughs> Only if he was on a boat in the middle of the sea with yeah. Debbie. With Debbie. Hey, Debbie and I are writing for a new TV show. <laughs> And Kevin Hart's in the background in in an inner tube. Tyler Perry's like, I thought of the do or die. (laughs) (laughs) I bet Tyler Perry did think of the do or die. Yeah, I know. God, don't bring back the fucking do or die. Can we bring Tyler Perry on a season? Yeah, and give him only do or dies every episode. (laughs) Survivor season 43 is Survivor, Medea's Island. Do or tie. (laughs) 
I would, I would love to see Tyler Perry in it. I'd love to see any celebrity just put in there. Sort of like Mike White. Yeah, I like that. Um, okay, so this is two th- things I want to bring up about the final three. A, all all POC final three, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, and then uh, a uh, final three of three different tribes represented. That's oh, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three tribes going in and three different tribes. I'm trying to think of... Which is pretty impressive considering the final six was four Taku. One, yeah. you know, whatever the other ones were. And at different points in time, all of those people were in a bad position on their tribe. Even though Romeo was saying, like, he was in a good spot or whatever. We did he was see... in a g- I think he was in a good spot he on He was, on but at one point... If, if Swathi on didn't the turn on Drea there, then Tra- Drea, Swathi, and... Tori were linked up at one point mm. and were planning on taking out him and Roxroy if needed. Right. So I, I just but at a certain point in time, all of them. They were, I mean, because Romeo was up, on the bottom a lot. Mike we can just say that she was, he too. was on the bottom at the yeah. first drive. Mike ended up flipping it, too, because he was on the bottom at a point, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, imagine if I it was Daniel Strunk at I the think end. Strunk and Chanel actually Mike. flipped it to Mike being on top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they literally were like, oh, yeah. How about how about this game winning alliance just goes to the bottom? Yeah. yeah. How about we just not do that thing? Strunk. <laughs> because of Chanel, the worst player in Survivor history. Uh, I, I don't understand. The worst one. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about uh, the uh, the fantasy. How about that? Oh well, yeah. What well, one thing before we do? I I also want to say how it's Im- it's impressive to me that these were filmed back to back, and there were a bunch of noticeable improvements. Maybe it's just the editing, but that uh, the final uh, live discussion felt so much better, even with the Omar thing. Uh, felt so much better than <laughs> last season, where they just rehashed like the plot points of the finale episode yeah my only suggestion would be if someone tries to fucking talk about birds again just cut them off <laughs> he literally was coached to do that jeff yeah. said we're when we come back we're going to talk about this with omer i'm not <laughs> it was bl- like just most excited like exciting uh, yeah, moment. it was just jeff's favorite moment of the season i'm not just blaming him i'm i'm just i want the world to burn for it yeah i made it clear i'm not a bird guy at the start i'm not a bird guy either <laughs> But I do, I mean, you know, whatever. It's it's interesting to hear some science shit, I guess. Fantasy, though. Big winner, Joel. That's Maybe. True. He, I mean, you had Marianne on your team, though, Chris. Yeah, that's oh, true. How many points does that get? Um, Not 200, which I believe you were in the lead <laughs> by. Yeah. The, the aptly titled team of uh, Too Much Strunk in the Trunk could not overcome the even better titled team Mike Turner and Hooch yeah. brackets Romeo, yeah. <laughs> both of whom were at the final two. Yeah. I managed to pick the winner uh, again, but I I did not pick a winning team. Joel had a winning team. I had the final four in final seven. Yeah. No, sorry, I had my four in final seven. Yeah. I mean. Joel yeah. killed us all in fantasy, but I came in second. I believe Cody came in third with John, Big Boy Jonathan yeah. and all of Jonathan's wins. And um, Ryan Quinn, reigning champion, is in the dirt where he belongs. Well, I was, I was, <laughs> I was sure when when Mike and Jonathan went to fires that we were going to have our a oh, final yeah. three represented, like uh, Cody's yeah. Jonathan, your Marianne, my Romeo. Yeah. But then I had two in the final. Two. I was much oh, happier nice. seeing that than seeing Cody in the it final. W- it was. I mean, it. 
going away from that, it's the it, uh, with the 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 fantasy. It was exciting. It made the last hour or so exciting For sure. that Mike was there instead yeah, of Jonathan. Absolutely, it was a much more obvious, like less obvious win win for Marianne. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially. I mean, yeah, I didn't realize that Mike was even that close to me. like I guess us watching that's the different perspective um because watching it I was like oh Marianne has this in the bag and then when they started talking I was like whoa they don't think as highly about her as I do no I think I think for me for me I thought Mike had it because he was so social I I've I've been rooting for for Mike up until the last couple episodes probably since I don't know episode 3 or 4 uh, mm-hmm. I loved Mike, obviously. So yeah, I didn't realize how amazing Mike was going to be, and he's he's been such an, a a great character on screen. Oh yeah, and you can tell that that is so genuine because like I think everyone in their exit interviews has said, "Oh yeah, I've gone to Mike's place and yeah. hung out, and like w- I love Mike. I look forward to seeing him outside the game. We've hung out. We've seen each other, and uh, even so- him like congratulating Marianne." And and being, oh yeah, that was being, like, nice. I think legitimately genuine. Obviously, he's but disappointed. I think he was pretty disappointed, but like he but wasn't showing it. He's yeah. able to like get over that, not get yeah. over the disappointment, but he's able to to just say, you know what? No, like I'm 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 genuinely happy for this person, even yeah. though I am a, a little upset myself. And I think that that shows the strength of just who he is as a person and why he is so lovable. It has to be hard too to have it revealed like that in the moment, and then. Find out you lo- because I mean we know that they have a good idea of who wins. Yeah, but by the end, uh, like typically when we're waiting a full like on finale six night. months yeah, to yeah. finale night or whatever, they they have a good idea. Unless you're Russell, unless you're Russell or, or Mike Scoopin. <laughs> he didn't. He like he's one of the the rare ones that thought he was going to win before. Yeah, final three. Well. He's thought a lot of things that that weren't probably very good things. I'm just saying it was an example. Yeah, I mean, uh, check that one off your bingo cards. Yeah, for <laughs> Joel's uh, Joel's almost gotten a it's full hat true. trick. It's <laughs> true. Let's see. Uh, let's see if the third one comes. I out. was bringing up a legitimate example. He thought he was going to win. Yeah. Anyway, um, I would like. I was rooting for Mike a lot, and but like, I think I was just rooting for Mike to stay on my TV screen. I was rooting yeah. for him to win. So when he went, when he was like almost like looking like he was going to win, I was like, "Ooh, I, I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "I don't want this." Like, yeah. I wanted this for almost the whole season, yeah. and now, no, I really yeah. want Marianne. You, it's been complicated. Like last me, week, you were co- uh, commenting on how uh, Mike had almost overstayed his welcome. Yeah, almost. Almost, and, and I think he did. Yeah, he he, met, he, he crossed as, that threshold as, tonight. As the character as yeah. I, I wanted him to be, like yeah. I wanted him to be Brad Reese, and I was like this Brad Reese underdog, you know, and like <laughs> one of the reasons Brad Reese probably stays is in such high regard in my head from last season is that he went out so early, so it's like what could have been, <laughs> you know, like yeah. and that like w- we fully saw what could have been with Mike all the way to the end. So like it's and and, and, and like no mystery. Man, to I, it. Yeah, there's no mystery to. It. I mean, I loved it. It was great. It was good watching him. But it is it's like disappointing to see a, a such a likable guy lose at the end. Hey, and you like, but wanted like, a Brad Reese, but you got more of a Keith Nail. So how about that? No, no I wouldn't call I, him that. I, no, no, he's not. Keith, he's not close Keith. To Keith Nail. Keith Nail should have won. <laughs> yeah, but Mike shouldn't have won. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Keith, Keith Nail didn't even make it to final three though. Yeah. 
Keith Nail is bad at Survivor. <laughs> yeah. Keith Nail <laughs> is good at living and making friends. Twice he almost won, but I was he's just, still bad. Just by staying <laughs> yeah. around, and I was like, oh, shoot, we should really get Keith out <laughs> yeah. now, yeah. I guess. Because we could get him out any time, and yeah. he wouldn't even see it coming. He, st- he stuck around for a long time, and he was an archetype that you liked. I love. I still like. I still love Keith Nail. Yeah. Um, what are you guys looking at each other for? No, Cody's trying to convince me that his Keith Nail comparison is apt, and I reject it entirely. (laughs) Yeah, more than trying to think of an analog for it, but I'm gonna throw up. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Anyway, thoughts on the season? Maybe we can do now. Yeah, I uh, better than forty one. I, I hate that we have to compare them so closely well, because I do like Forty One. I, I like Forty One as well. I don't. I don't think there's that never been a, a there's bad ne- season. There's never been a set of two seasons other than maybe South Pacific and Redemption Island that are so too closely yeah so aligned like this that it's just like so unfair to Forty One to compare. Obviously, I like Forty Two well, better than well, Forty One. He, here's the thing. But well, like, here's I the thing that we can say. Um, it's also better than South Pacific and Redemption Island. Yes. Yeah. Well, and Forty One is better than yes. both of those yeah. seasons as well. <laughs> I I think that we saw a lot more players. Well, I don't know. Like, I was gonna say a lot more players get soured by the end of it, but at the same time, for me, I lost uh, by the end um, how high I was on certain people. Um, high specifically uh but i i did lose that but, but i mean i think 41 was worse for that where i was like uh ricard's the best player in the world to like uh, maybe i don't care yeah oh <laughs> wait he's out and i immediately forget about him yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. fine so and like like the big couple big problems with season 41 that you can't blame especially the, the cast for is that they had these twists that they didn't know how that I still don't think they fully know how to use them, but they had these twists that the players didn't know how to use and production didn't really know how to convey. Yeah. A, a in the way they're put into the game, explained and shown. And I think they learned not fully, but they did learn from some mistakes in this season. So the cast of forty one can't be blamed for that. Yeah. Obviously production no, can absolutely. be blamed and the season can be blamed. I, like, I think that they took a lot of notes with the editing of forty one too. Yeah. Uh, because when we got God, to this finals fucking thing, yeah. When we got to this finals though, I mean I felt like everyone was pretty well represented. Even like Romeo who kind of like died off a little bit in the middle. And Lindsay, who had a slow start, but yeah, she did have a slow start. But Hardly after merge, she started really picking up and everything. And I think that we got, I think that everyone on this season. I mean, obviously, I don't know what the behind the scenes and how they felt and everything like that. But I think everyone on this season can at least be content with how uh, they were represented on there. I I really believe that with what we saw in there. Whereas I couldn't have said that last season. I think that a lot of people got underrepresented. Well, um, Heather especially. Heather especially. Just based I, upon I your just, interaction. I, I, with her. I, I don't. I understand the story they were telling with Shan, but the amount that Shan got, I, it, for most of that season, I think was a mistake in the end. Just like showing how much of Shan and it, obviously the ending, it, 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 like, but by the time Shan was gone, it was just like. Okay, now fucking what? You Who know, are like, these other yeah, people? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Shan was a fantastic character, right? Like, yeah. And they, uh, they, they have to work with with what they've got. But I... I, But, I, but they, they, like, a little less. It, it like, felt almost like a big brother edit to me. 
where and what I mean by that is where they don't quite know where it's going, but they know who who's popping, uh, who's who popping like. in the moment, yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And then by the time you get to the end, you're kind of like, oh, like, I, and I mean, a lot of people, and uh, even though like we were a big fan of the Erica Win and understood it, especially with her final tribal, a lot of people didn't understand it, and I think that was a big problem with the editing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There because they were everyone was confused why Xander didn't or not everyone I shouldn't say everyone because I wasn't and we I, weren't I, I don't but I mean, a lot of people yeah. were confused by I, but, but here's people on the internet I think loud people on the internet but are going to be upset part, about this one too I think that's partly to do I with the other I th- I think less too if it was Jonathan instead of Mike it would have been bad oh, yeah it would have been bad yeah yeah you might be right there because I mean that's the Facebook whole, is obsessed with Jonathan that's yeah. its own. Yeah, thing, but I, I just need to not look at fucking Facebook. Yeah, this week. it's it's not it's not good. Yeah, if you're yeah. not even gonna watch the international seasons, why am I even on? Why in the group? I do sometimes watch them. Though, I will say. Really? Yeah, but there are. I, knew, I saw that. I knew the moment we were talking about earlier. There are survivor contestants in that group. I do see Johnny Fairplay post. Yeah, he's Sanders a fucking in there self promoter. Sanders in it too. Sanders in it too. Heather's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, this, I, as this Facebook group is the the tribe has spoken. By yes, the way. but I'm also in another one called Survivor Fans, which is like just horrible. Uh, it's like the same. Sur- I, I can't tell them apart. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't really fucking recommend it to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we plugged it. Um, uh, but uh, um, the I, season as a whole, I think, was a great season. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great, and despite the twist. I think the twists were just as bad. Yep. Maybe told a little better. Yeah. I don't really want to see any of them again. No. I, I'm with you on that. I, and I think the thing that really saves this season is the editing. I think the editing was top notch mm-hmm. in this season. I think they, I, like you said, learned a lot of lessons from 41 in terms of how to tell a better story. And it, it, it could just be that we had a bunch of really great storytellers. We had an we had an awesome mm-hmm. cast. I I loved this cast mm-hmm. a ton, right? Like I I miss I I I can't even imagine what would have happened if Daniel Strunk had made it to the merge mm-hmm. because he was so fantastic. And and a lot of people are talking talk about Jenny. Everybody loved Jenny. Everybody loved Jenny. Uh, there were there were so many uh, options Jack. here. People, you know, read it like Jackson, Shaq. and look at your—I mean, look at your fucking coaster there. Oh, that's true. There's Pennywise on a coaster. Joel uh, loves Jackson. Mm-hmm. I, speaking of like, because we said what we don't want back, obviously the challenges. But after this season is done, mean twists you know, or yeah, twists, challenges, all of them. Yeah, we don't want any of this back. Yeah, none. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the island. Who are the? Who are your three people from this season? That you would want to see back now? That we'd want to see back or that we think will come back? That you... We can do both. Do both. Okay. Because obviously... Let's do two then. Two of each. Okay, two Two of each. each. Obviously, I want Daniel Strunk back. I I can never have too much Strunk in my trunk. And I, I want him... In, you know, I want to pull him out of that tickle trunk and let him loose and let him free. I think he's so funny. And I think he his like Mr. Magooing around the island is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I think he could be a good player. I, I, yeah, I he could be a Cochrane. I like he could be a writer on fucking Goldbergs. Yeah, or I don't know, young Sheldon or old Sheldon. Yeah. So I I want to see 
Daniel Strunk come back. It's good to pick a pre-merge yeah. for this. I'm trying to think of a pre-merge, but I can only it's, think of it. It's only Daniel Strunk. Uh, That's I don't, not true. I don't care too I, much about I Daniel Strunk. A, uh, I have a pre-merge. Who's your pre-merge? I, this isn't someone that I think will come back, but it was very disappointing first episode. I would like to see Jackson get a fair shake. And right. obviously, I mean, maybe you have a different opinion because of what happened, but... I was really looking forward to him in this season and liked what I saw in that limited amount of time. I think he would have turned out exactly like Jeannie Machini. And I would I prefer Jeannie Machini to come back over Jackson. What about Swathy? Nah. I liked Swathy. She was fun. Zach. I would rather see Swathy. I liked her. I'm you're my number I'd like to see someone like that playing at the merge. She she was starting to pop a mm-hmm. little bit for me, mm-hmm. but when she was she a, out, being sneaky, yeah. I like I like sneaky players. She was making some moves. Yeah, um, uh, I but uh, but I think my my two picks are Omer and Drea. I I really would love to see them come back. I think Omer especially, but I would love to oh, see Drea. I would come love back. to see Omer come back as well, and I believe Omer is the most likely to come back. You think out of this cast? Okay, um, I don't care to see Omer back. I'll Why just, not? It's the because he was arrogant, too arrogant. Yes, too <laughs> arrogant. Uh, but Drea is my number one that I would like to see yeah. back, and I know that that's a big uh, controversy to uh, Chris because of how I never she went want out. to see Drea come back. Because just like I never want to see Andy come back from Australian Survivor. You're not allowed to talk after yeah, you get is, voted out. In your opinion, when, if you if you turn around and have a little speech have a whole friggin speech where you where you say something to every person left in the game and you try to influence the game on your way out as you've been voted out that's just salty behavior to me like nobody needs to if you want to tell the jury when i don't you get think in she was there, being as bad as andy though yeah like and he was like oh this person has an idol and that wasn't even true yeah well he, it was true but he didn't know that it was true oh, right yeah he, yeah <laughs> he was just trying to paint a target on this person's back just because he was going out. But the same the same thing, like even saying, I hate it when people say, oh, hey, if this person gets to the end, I'm voting for them. It's like, yeah, you could have said that while you were Victoria, in the Victoria, the redhead said that did co- she? coming out of Oh, a, yeah, she did. A, yeah, and then honestly, Victoria, uh, I was, I was really, I really liked you playing and I would have seen you back, but now um, I, if I hate your guts. I hardly remember Victoria from that season, no offense to her. Yeah, I think she like I don't know why she's so overrated it's in the survivor community. It's because she had a little wink when Aubrey left. That was the moment where she was like, "I'm taking credit for this vote." And I think everybody gotcha. th- be, like because uh, Chris Underwood came back from the edge and was like, "Everybody really likes Victoria," and then she got voted out. People think it's unfair, yeah. but it's just like which I you know it I, is. I agree, it's but it's is. also like Chris is good too. Sure. Um, as for most likely to come back. Homer. I th- I think Jonathan's pretty likely too. I wouldn't be surprised at all to see Jonathan come back. Mm-hmm. I think Drea's a pretty shoe in too. Yeah. I I think that she's a bit of a home run as far as like who, else who is I would on this really season. just I think, think Tori an impact. Tori and Tori and Angelina <laughs> in participating in a Redemption Island. Yeah, style. I don't know yeah. about Tori after showing the <laughs> comments online. Um uh, hi I would like to see High come back. I think that I think yeah, I would they would, bring I would be back. fine seeing High come back. I think um I think High won't win because I think High will He's let, a Zeke. will let his uh his like his self inflation get yeah. the better of him. Zeke. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, because you can even like you can feel it in the in the jury. Mm-hmm. Him still wanting to prove that like he was on top, you know. Yeah, and even I mean the comparison to Zeke, I think, is uh, insulting to Zeke because the social game was so much better to me. I I think that High, yeah, I think that High was just. I don't know. I I really. Why do you all of a sudden have a thing against High? The I, arrogance on I the jury. High. I, <laughs> like, I, I, I liked High great. all throughout, but I, he was fun. I, I think he was a fun character for sure, yeah. but I uh, I don't see him as the strategic mastermind that he sees himself as. Yeah, that's what I think of Zeke. I'm insulted, and that's also what I think of Ricard. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Um. Uh, <laughs> I love Ricard. I, yeah. I like Ricard too. I'd love to see him. I want to see Ricard come back. Ricard more than, yeah. Well, that's strange though, because I feel like this cast was so, so strong with each other, but I think I might like to see Ricard come back over over any of them. Why is that? Because the edit because was the weaker edit last season. Yeah. We want to see more of them na- like this. We I feel like we've seen a lot of these people. Yeah, we've seen their potential. We've, the potential. we've to know them. But I will say this about Omer's edit. Is that a huge part of his edit was cut out? Yeah, he had an idle nullifier. That's true. So when Marianne got him out, she was also taking out an obstacle to getting to final four. By he could nullify her. Nullify her. Yeah. So that's that's an interesting, huge thing I think in a game. Omer was saying all week that that was his his uh, ring of power. That like his like plan he, was to get out Mike. With, yeah. Who when Mike played that idol. Omer yeah. was going to nullify it, and that mm-hmm. was going to be be his big flashy move to show yeah. the jury that he was playing. And then, yeah. and then the jury's like, "Oh yeah, actually, we know you're you're playing the hardest out of anybody yeah. there." And he went, "Oh no, everybody noticed too." <laughs> well, it's funny. I mean, he was getting away with it for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think that uh, he just fell for what we see a lot of people fall for, and that's just that at a certain point they. People just get really confident with their gameplay and kind of ignore what's around them. He wrote off all four of those people. Yeah. Marianne, yeah, uh, Mike, Jonathan wrote them all off. Romeo, Romeo yeah, yeah, wrote them off. Thought yeah. they were all his puppets. Puppet, no puppet. He thought, uh, yeah, I'm he no really puppet. thought Romeo was his puppet. He he worked hard to keep Romeo around. Omer did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, all in all, this is this is a top twenty season for me at least. I think so. Right, like I think. I mean, I, I like forty-one too. I think forty-one to me was top twenty as well. Forty-one might have been exactly at twenty-one for me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I, we'd have we'd to have go to back and do a whole draft again. Ranking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd have, we'd have to, to look get, at our get, rankings. We'd have see to get Tom Henry here. I could see Tom's it. very low on forty-one. I saw him the other night. He's I could see this being it. being top sixteen or seventeen for me. Yeah. Where did we put Game Changers? <laughs> Above Ho- or below? Hopefully at the bottom. <laughs> Let's play this game. Better that better or worse than Game Changers? Worse than Game Changers. Okay. Better or worse than Cambodia? Well, better. Game Changers was worse than Cambodia. No, not on hit. Not in his ranking. Oh my god. He he played Cambodia in the bottom. T- uh, game 30. Changers is a top ten for me. This is. I think this might be better than Game Changers for me. Definitely better than Game Changers and for me. And it's not as good as Cambodia. No, not as good as Cambodia. I'm just a big fan of an all-star season. K- 
Cambodia yeah, is Cambodia an all-star, all-star season. season. I hate that season though. That no one is a star. I hate. He doesn't them all. like Cass and Spencer. That's it. It's yeah. his. It's his vendetta against Kagayan because I like Kagayan. Yeah. It's that's not the reason I don't like it. I mean, they're the reason I don't like it, but I don't dislike it because you like it. What about Andrew Savage? We agree on a lot of things too, Joel. What about it's just Jeremy? We don't agree on that one. What about Jeremy's uh, iconic emotional win? Yeah, I do. Kelly like Jeremy's win. I do like Jeremy's win. What about Kelly Wentworth? I actually don't care about Kelly Wentworth. She's great in that season. Yeah. What about Kelly Wentworth? <laughs> what about Kelly? <laughs> Kelly Wentworth. What about Kelly Wentsmith? W- Wigglesworth? Wigglesworth. Wigglesworth. She's really, in it too. She really brings that season down. She's <laughs> she's so good in that season. She's she horrible. pops so fucking hard. She's like, hey, let me give you a question that was outdated even in the first season. Pick, Pick a, a number, number between one, one and ten. ten. Nobody did that tonight. Nope. Roxroy, maybe. Could have. Yeah, it was cut out. Yeah. <laughs> That's all Roxroy hey, was saying. Hey, Jeff everybody. was like, listen, we've got to move on. Yeah. Roxroy's like, nope, no, no, it's b- getting b- in the one b- b- <laughs> Between Palm Frond and, and Shelter. Apparently, Mike built the Shelter. They all gave him kudos for that tonight. Yeah. Kudos. Kudos. I think. Who who said that? Kudos. Kudo. Uh, kudos. Probably uh, Drea. It was Drea. It was Drea. Kudos. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, imagine that. Is she that a Montreal thing, maybe? You knew it was. I her. think it was a Montreal thing. Who does? I think, I think it's a French thing. I don't know. She thinks I just, that's yeah. I just have a fundamental. I have to draw the line somewhere, and I believe the listeners will agree with me that if you're voted out, you're voted out. You don't try to. I have. I've had this discussion. Game. First of all, I've uh, a lot more people have watched this season in my life than ever, and uh, so I've had a lot of discussions through the week about it, and I've talked a lot about that. Chris and I was on your side, especially after last week when Omer pretty much went home because of Dre's words. But enough people have said to me it doesn't really matter. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. I don't really, I don't, I don't care about it that much. They're not talking from the jury, mm-hmm. which apparently sometimes it happens. And Sham. it's pretty mad. But hey, <laughs> um, uh, we're not. <laughs> um, uh, what card told me. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm feeling kind of sleepy right now. I might sh- sh- sleep right here right now. Oh, you well, go to bed? Yeah, we're getting to the near the end of the podcast. Choo. Anyway, Cody, I guess we should probably uh, wrap up. Way. Oh, hey, Rupert. Rupert, I saw you made a cameo in today's episode. Wasn't that your foot? Yes, <laughs> that was my foot. Thank you for noticing. Yeah. I thought no one would notice. Been here listening this whole time. No one brought up that I was by foot. It was the tie dye. You were talking about how it was fucking Boston Rob's foot. Well, I know that in order for them to make the statue of Boston Rob, they needed a model, and so they hired you, and they just yes. molded the I plaster was naked. around you. Actually, that wasn't my foot. The paper Let's machine. just say, let's just say that wasn't my foot. Oh, rupee. It, it was life size. They've uh, they've had enough issues with that sort of thing. I know that's why we did we called it a foot, but they were, it was it was my cock. <laughs> Any thoughts about the finale, Rupee? I was glad, <laughs> I was glad that I won people's million. We're talking about the All Stars finale. Yeah, right? you, you, won, you won the CEO. You won the CEO award yeah. tonight. Yeah, I won the CEO award. Um, uh, now, now that was great. Now, Rupert, I, I do need to get your thoughts on this. Yes, it just occurred to me. Um, how unfair do you think it is that Jeff is going to continue to host the the finale, the recap, the reunion with the cast right there when uh, it doesn't let anyone get a chance to win Sia's money? Win Sia's money? Like, when, what, win Ben Stein's money? 
Yeah. <laughs> Remember that show? Well, Jimmy Kimmel was on that show. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's a fan favorite show for me. Honestly, I'd be rather reviewing it than Survivor. How about that? <laughs> Win Ben Stein. What would what would the podcast be called if you were reviewing Win Ben Stein's money episodes? <laughs> Talking Ben Stein's podcasts. <laughs> That's a horrible title for a podcast. <laughs> I know I've really only too. been on this one, but that's pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah, you're great. Wow, well, you're coming in hot, Rupee. Yeah. You're always usually so full of people. Well, I have a lot of lore to catch up on, but you want to talk about fucking Sia. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. What's your what's your beef with Sia, Rupee? She came she was supposed to be a big benefactor in my underwater mini putt place. Of course. And she didn't fall through because she came and she almost drowned. And so, yeah. so she was a big benefactor. No, she was going to come and look at it. And but see. you said she didn't fall through. She did. She fell through. She didn't follow through. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So now I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm, I'm literally sunk. Right. My money, all my money from the People's Million, all this stuff. I was like Jay Leno. I'd never spent it. It's now at the bottom of the sea. Uh, it's well, I mean, it's no, it's in the pockets of some very powerful mo- Toronto mafia people. It's in the mi- it's not the sea, by the way. It's in the middle of Lake Ontario. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah I've powerful tried to been Tro- Toronto mafia. Yeah, some powerful Toronto mafia people. You got it. You got <laughs> Erica Kazupane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know that, but she's in league with some very powerful Ajax mafia mafia people. <laughs> I heard they got a new uh, Ajax assassin. Ajax yeah. assassin, yeah. yeah. I would, yeah. I, I, I heard some things. She did some stuff tonight as well. I don't even want to see her because she's kind of, there's a hit out on me. Wow. Yeah. Uh, maybe you should go undercover in the mafia like Donnie Brasco. Yeah. Now you, you could dress yourself up as uh, Heather. Yeah. That would, that would be your. T- That'd be my disguise. Yeah, no one would Oh, notice. hello. <laughs> I'm Adam. <laughs> Mr. Bean. Uh, hello. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> You're uh, just so deep in, in, in character. Yeah. All right. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Joel just woke up in a fit of laughter. Were you having funny dreams, Joel? No. Rupert's haunting my dreams. He has a knife club. Wait. I'm here now. Oh, Tony, yeah. What's Joel, up? Joel woke up for a second, went right back to sleep. Yeah, I put him back to sleep. I hit him in the head with my giant cock. Okay. <laughs> it's funny, you and uh, Joel both bring up giant cocks. And, and Rupert, too. Rupert. And Rupert, yeah. So I didn't have a giant cock until I was on the island, and I saw a big rock one, and I had um, Omer use his veterinarian surgery skills mm-hmm. to sew the rock Onto my pelvis. Mm. So that's how I have such a big cock. This is a great story. Uh, Coxroy. I'm glad you showed up today. Coxroy. Yeah. Um, I'm Coxroy. Yeah, we'll, we'll hey. see you next season. Hey, no, who's that imposter? It's actually me. It's a real Tony. I've been up here in this bush. This oh, whole shut time. the fuck up. Get out of <laughs> here. That guy's impersonating me. It's slander. We know that cloning is a big part of my law. That's just another one of the claws. Just, just give me clones. a moment. Just give me a moment. No, no. I no, feel that's like I'm you have on a acid right now. No, the, another Tony has come. It's my nightmare. I, it, it, the ghost of Rudy Bosch cloned me once when I was sleeping as a prank, no, the, and it just got out of hand. The ghost of Rudy Bosch cloned me. 
Okay, you're very funny. <laughs> this is my nightmare. Get the fuck out of here. All right, and I'll leave too. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was that was something. I'm uh, back now. No, come on, no. <laughs> it's a finale episode. What do you expect? Yeah. All the characters got to make an appearance. All right, I'm awake now. All right. Hey, Joel. All right. One so thing I do love about Joel, just who predictions for next week. As a side <laughs> note, is um, anytime he wakes up, and I, I, I'm often there when Joel wakes up. I like to be in his room just oh, watching because yeah. he looks so peaceful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he wakes up, and then will uh, will immediately announce, "I'm awake now." So it's it. There's no. Yeah, I'm awake now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's like a really cute quirk. So no Will Arnett at the finale tonight. That was annoying. No Adam Scott. Imagine Adam Scott's just kind of sitting, minding his own business. Yeah, he's in probably Fiji. one of the crew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was feeding him pizza. You didn't Se- see? And he doesn't remember it because of the severance thing. But, I mean. I didn't watch that show, so I have no clue. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. Any predictions for next week? Uh, Big yeah, pop we of take the a night. Break. <laughs> well, I th- okay, we're gonna probably take a break through this summer. I mean, we may pop in every once in a while, but we're not gonna be weekly, right? No. Hmm? Unless you want to be weekly. I mean, you should no. do an Australian Survivor season now that Joel started. We'll we'll do the an listeners update have on been clar- clamoring to hear what you think about the international viewers. Listen, let's just wrap this one up. In a couple of weeks, we'll do an update episode. Okay. Yeah, we're we're not going to go completely away, but we're not going to be as frequent. Thank you all for listening. Thanks. Well, hopefully, maybe we'll have an interview. Hopefully, we can get an interview. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, let us know what you want us to do next. Uh, reach out social media yeah. in the comments. But uh, it, it, it very else, we're very excited for season forty three. We will be back for season forty three, right, Cody? Yes. And all three of us will be on it. Mm-hmm. You can come for the premiere. Yeah. Yes. No, you no, want to wrap up. You're tired. It is my birthday right now, by the way. That I is know. a happy birthday. No, I got uh, everyone else in the house complaining. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what are they saying? Uh, that they want to sleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Good night, everybody. Pretty rude on Joel's birthday. Happy birthday, Joel. Happy birthday, Joel. Happy birthday, Joel.